Hey everyone, this is John Sarantino, the designer and host of WellFed. By now you've probably heard the recent news of the coronavirus. I hope you, your friends, and family are all safe and healthy. I wasn't planning on doing this series, but I'm sure, just like me, you're also trying to adjust to this. Before the weekend, I spoke with a few friends of the podcast to see how this is affecting them and what they are doing to adapt. I hope you enjoy this series I'm calling Create From Home. Carly, Sebastian, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Times are definitely hectic. Things are crazy. And I really appreciate you guys fitting some time in today as you guys are also working remote during the coronavirus outbreak and and as everything is spreading. Um, I wanted to, you know, connect with some of the people that have been guests on the season for the podcast and just kind of talk about, you know, how as creatives, you know, we're adjusting, especially also managing full-time jobs. You guys are also teachers, so I think it would be great to kind of get an understanding how that has changed as well. Um, With that said, first thing I want to talk about, how has your your daily routine um, changed up so far? Uh, now we stay up to like what one two a.m. Yeah, sleep late. until eleven a.m. Uh, just kidding, but not super kidding. I, I do feel like <laughs> we're going to bed. Yeah, we're going to bed way later. Uh, I feel like next week's the week where I'm trying to push the routine back together. I think lately it uh it's a uh, it's fallen off a little bit. Yeah, that's the day to day kind of get. I do get up. I shower. You've been really good about running. Yeah. I think the sleep is, like, the biggest thing. I've been, I mean, I have, I even put on my calendar, like, specific blocks for, like, eat lunch at this time. Or, like, work is ending now. But um, I I keep forgetting to like, eat lunch. And, like, the routine is definitely something that is falling off. We did some chicken I, sandwiches over the sink today. <laughs> yeah sebastian i've noticed you've been cooking a lot more just through social media and stuff like that is this something that you're is that something you're using to kind of take that mental break to shut off from work just for a little bit definitely i've been talking to my friends too at work and they're saying that they don't want to they don't like how much they have to cook i'm actually (laughs) enjoying cooking more now because it is like a nice i don't know i find like sitting on my couch on my laptop in meetings all day way more like soul crushing than like having to cook a meal where you have to be creative and come up with something new every day carly uh, carly have you um I, i've noticed you've been switching around the apartment and and kind of moving your your workspace how has that helped at all does it feel uh, like a new place every day back, that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but yeah ergonomics has not been great but overall i mean i think uh, it's been, yeah, it's been nice to kind of mix things up. I think that's what I, I mean, I have that same problem with going to an office every day too, though. I, I hate, I, I hate like the routine of showing up at the same place, doing the same thing and, uh, finding different ways to like subvert that in my day-to-day routine has been super helpful. Um, same with like, I don't know, we did like digital dinner with like some of our family members last night, like we're going to do a digital happy hour tonight, like kind of like checking in with people. I'm a super extrovert. So uh, I've been doing a lot of like waking up, trying to like see, like do a little like FaceTiming in the morning, get a little digital coffee. That's been like a real helpful thing. Do, you know, does working so, you know, having the ability and and, and the freedom to work for companies that are, that sort of have that that process in place of working remote and things like that. Um, 
has that has that been easier? Has that been more difficult? You know, Sebastian, you mentioned you're in a lot of meetings now. Um, how has that changed? It's pretty brutal. It's like it's. I mean, it's so much easier for people to just now assume that everyone can like jump on a call. So there's a lot more last minute meetings. Literally, my calendar for the past few days has been like wall to wall meetings. To the point where I'm saying no, and like I'm asking people on my team to sort of like give me air cover so that they'll just like give me notes if I don't show up to a meeting because I don't have enough time to do my work. Um, there's definitely a lot more meetings. Also, just like Slack. We use Slack at work. I know you don't use Slack, but uh, Slack is like, I mean, obviously, it's like compensating for the fact that we can't talk in person, but it's just like, there's like a billion new messages every hour. And like, I have to like read them and answer them, make sure I'm not missing specific things. And, uh, it's like a lot. It's like, it's all coming at me really fast. And I don't know, definitely feel like I'm like underwater more. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm, like, perpetually behind, which, I mean, I think, like, the big asterisk to all of that is also, like, it's not just working from home. There's a global pandemic. The stock market's crashing. Like, there, there's a global crisis taking place, and I think it does a disservice to all of us to just be like, oh, God, working from home is tough, yeah. when really you're like, actually, there's this, like, 10-foot-tall, like, sponge cake of anxiety that's just like layered on top of everything you know it's like i i think it's uh we're we're probably all operating at like a solid 40 percent, and we're gonna look back on this time in the future and be like what the fuck were we thinking because i mean there's there's no way you can uh, try to keep doing business as usual working from home let alone like during a, a crisis that is i mean plus like yeah, I, mean, I mean we don't have children we I don't know, have pets say, like like even just like how how underwater i feel like i am and i i i my level of privilege is so much higher than like somebody that has pets and children like with you know the department of education closing its doors like parents are now having to like just like scramble to figure out what they're doing with their kids all day uh, my friends who I work with who have kids, they're like usually working really late because they're, they're working outside of work hours with work hours and now it's children's hours. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. It's like, like there was that meme that you showed me the other day where it was like somebody with kids says, oh, like working from home is pretty tough. And then it's like <laughs> me, me in basketball shorts individually sterilizing my keys. <laughs> It's like it's uh it's not. I mean I, I, I think I, I definitely echo that because uh so much so that we've even you know at, at work for myself we've actually said that like if we can end meetings earlier for the for the people and the parents that actually have kids it would be helpful for them just to get them settled because then they have to go back into another meeting and this is sort of like really disrupting the people that have kids that have you know that 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 the education system was there for that very much that part of their life and now it's kind of like readjusting completely yeah so i mean a little a little few gratitudes every morning i think also helps keep us uh keep us steady just reminding ourselves that yeah we have shelter we have we're fortunate that we have jobs right now that are hopefully pretty secure uh and uh yeah we feel we feel pretty grateful for that overall yeah i think i I mean i think it's also I think, you you know, you guys really bring up a valid point, like a super important point is that like, you know, yes, we have the, we're fortunate enough to have the freedom and the flexibility as designers, as creatives to work remotely. And in some ways it is, 
it can empower us, but it can also like really tie us up and actually like decrease that productivity. Um, and it also, not only that, but it's just, there's this thing is affecting so much more of just not our industry, but like restaurants, you know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. part I mean, educational industry too, for sure. I mean, yeah. Airbnb over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this all day at work, but like, you know, our workforce is having to adapt to these, like obviously new working conditions, working from home, the whole time they're Um, But then on top of that, our business is heavily affected by, um, you know, people are not traveling right now. Uh, a lot of projects and roadmaps are having to change and pivot. Like my, a project that I was working on actually got canceled um, because we don't have enough guests checking in to reach our goal on this specific project. And so, like, we're, we're all, like, scrambling and pivoting and everything's changing. And freelancers. Like, we have a lot of friends who are, like, creative freelancers. Like, those are definitely uh, some folks who are being pretty hard hit right now, especially if they yeah. balance their – their freelance career with like a restaurant job or, or one of those things that are more directly impacted immediately right now. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. You guys, you know, you mentioned earlier in the season that, you know, you, you would start teaching at the beginning of the new year. You guys have, have gone into that. I think it's, it's, I think it's safe. You know, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, it's currently spring break or it was spring. It is. It is spring break. Good, good academic calendar tune in. um how how are you guys um or or i guess how are you guys communicating with you know students or how is that going to potentially change in the future um as students you know look to kind of come back to school are they canceling it all together um you know what's what's going on in that kind of area i think it's different for every school right now like the programs are all like kind of figuring out what they're going to do one thing that our program has decided to do is to go remote and so we're going to be doing this basically um, with our class once we resume uh, class after spring break. I think we get like a week off to sort of like plan and figure out and come up with a, like sort of a roadmap for how we're going to do this for the rest of the semester. But it's looking like the rest of the semester is going to be all remote. Um, and I think, you know, like fortunate, fortunately for us, Harley and I are both pretty like savvy when it comes to like being able to work remotely, we do it at work. We're, we're very adept in uh, digital communication. Our class already contributes to like an online um, presentation where they're like contributing and, and collaborating and editing. Um, and so like, I think that we'll be able to like figure that out, but I'm sure there's plenty of like faculty, not just in our program, but like our, our, our school, but like all over who are gonna have a very hard time like onboarding to like this classes that are very unfamiliar with and i mean i was talking to a student this morning who was like i don't how am i going to do my wood shop classes yeah yeah, Yeah, any type of like craft-based uh arts discipline i think if you can't go to your physical space and that's that's where your studio work is happening then you're going to be impacted yeah and then on top of that there's like also just like students might not have access to internet students might not have access to a laptop that does what they need to do they they might be in shared spaces or they might be living in place in, in going back home. Yeah. They might be in a living situation that's changing now because of this. Um, so yeah, it's all, I think everyone has to sort of like play it by ear a little bit, but it's definitely, we are definitely once again in a situation where I think we're a little bit more privileged than other faculty, other schools. Do you think this is something, you know, do you think this is a moment where, 
it'll actually force organizations, schools, businesses to think more long, like a solution like this for more of a long-term period rather than a temporary period, you know, like, do you think more schools will consider offering a majority of the program or the curriculum online? And, you know, it, it, would that be something that would actually stay for the, for the, for the organization? I mean, I mean, I would hope so. I would hope so. I mean, I don't think there's a real normal to go back to after all this. I think the the economic impacts and just the impacts to people like trauma-wise, emotionally, are going to be real long-lasting. Uh, when you think about like climate change and uh, the uptick of kind of more natural disasters and, and other things uh, that will affect the ability for people to learn in place or learn in physical spaces. I think it is, it's, it's like a, I mean, it's a paradigm shift. Like, uh, we're going to have to figure out how to be, how to adapt and be flexible to like meet that. I think, um, you know, something I noticed as, as, you know, online again, uh, Carly, you had, had kind of put out to, you know, design Twitter, you know, that you were unleashing, um, a, a batch of students reaching out for <laughs> digital coffees and things like that. How is that, how has that gone? You know, I think as you mentioned, you know, there are, you have friends that are freelancers that have also been, um, kind of displaced through this. Um, is that something that you would recommend not only for students and just, you know, creatives in general to kind of connect more? Yeah. I mean, I think of course, with like the caveat again, that if you feel able and capable, like it's definitely not meant to be like, uh, another undue burden placed upon the shoulders of uh, people who feel like they're not uh, in a space where they can do something like grab digital coffees with people. But I mean, I think for me as like an extrovert and as someone who, who is, I mean, for most parts, like safe and secure in uh, my day-to-day life, like it's been like a great way to connect with people around the world. Uh, like I was just saying, I was talking to like a student this morning uh, from India, who is telling me about all these really, really awesome projects he's been working on to like connect his local community with other like design students around the world. Um, and it's been it's just been like a nice way to like start my day. I think uh, conversely for like the students, like I'm getting a ton of DMs from folks who maybe their senior show was canceled, job fairs are canceled, like a lot of those traditional um, events and kind of like. I guess like rites of passage, but also just like actual opportunities for them to like show their work and like get exposure and get those jobs uh, are not happening anymore. So trying to figure out what are other outlets and places where those conversations can take place, where they can get feedback. I think, I mean, no matter what, like our digital course ends up looking like, we're not going to get that same FaceTime and like one-on-one interaction with our students that we would have gotten in a classroom. So if other people are able and willing to like augment that experience by meeting with them, I think it could have a huge impact on a student's life and on their career. Totally. Yeah. I think, I mean, it, it's kind of just crazy to see that like the, the, you know, just creatives in general, I think a lot of resources have started to disseminate it online as well. You know, you see more people taking to live streaming. I think I've seen the most amount of Instagram live streams now, and yeah. as well as like, Constantly. you know, you all, have, you have your, yeah. you have your fitness resources or, you know, your fitness kind of um, institutions that are doing more online course uh, classes and things like that. Um, you know, you mentioned that you had your first digital dinner last night you know do you have any more of those planned for the weekend is that something that you're looking forward to to kind of like again have that mental break and really connect again honestly I kind of feel like I'm like at capacity with that stuff I feel like this weekend I'm just gonna like log off and take a really big nap um 
it's been energizing in a lot of ways and it's been cool to see how creative people can be in like like online dance parties and uh like reinventing like these types of like different types of interaction and i think they're a lot and many times like they're a lot more inclusive like it's like you can invite people around the world you can invite people who otherwise wouldn't be able to leave their home or maybe they do have kids at home and they can't go to a bar or like any any number of things um but i i feel i'm i feel like I also feel that sponge cake of anxiety and I, I might just uh, face plan into it once the six o'clock hits. I agree. What I mean, about you? I, I spoke with, I spoke with um, John Key earlier today and, and he had, he had mentioned as well, you know, um, yes, like a lot of people are taking this opportunity to learn new things and to connect with more people. But I think you also bring up the valid point of at some point you're almost, you, you start to, your capacity starts to fill up and it's like, you just need to completely disconnect, like stay off screen, stay off of devices, everything. And I think that's, that's fair. I think absolutely people need to do more of that. I mean, I haven't even looked, but I know that like my screen time is at like eight thousand <laughs> percent. Like, so so bad. Is that other name? Consuming a lot of memes lately. Remotely from home in these in, troubling times. In hopes that this structure will also uh, help you. Yeah, wake up, look at my phone for nine hours, go to bed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, we go to bed, we're just like on our phones the whole time. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's actually, I actually, that's actually fairly disappointing to me. Like, I don't like feeling like I'm consuming, like, I don't like knowing that I'm on my phone for that long, even though. I realize that there is something that I enjoy about connecting with the outside world and we're all like sort of trapped inside. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I think it has to do with like what we were just talking about. Like there's only so much that my brain can kind of process and input when I get the capacity. It's like there has to be something for me to do here. It's just like, other than meditating, it's like, what can I do inside? It's just like me completely disconnecting. Play video games, watch yeah. TV. Yeah. I mean, I do feel, yeah, we had a few times this week where it was like, book or movie, book or movie. And it was just like, movie, like, I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. That's, yeah. And I feel, I feel that a little bit. I'm like, I can't read. Absolutely. I've, I've, I'm going to start taking more, uh, participating in any online yoga course classes that I see because, you know, just, just to get that stretch and just to get that body moving, I feel like I've been standing at my desk, you know, for a, a majority of the day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys so much, you know, for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. And I think, you know, a lot of the things you've mentioned have been really helpful. Um, so thank you so much. Cool. Thanks for hanging out, John. No problem. Stay safe. As always. <laughs> thank you thank you for having me in your living room absolutely <laughs> thanks guys okay bye. see ya if you're looking for more information about the virus please visit cdc.gov if you're looking for someone to talk to you because you're unsure or you have a story you'd like to share you can always dm me on instagram at wellfedpodcast you can also join me on this app i found called house party it's a video game app that uses your camera and it's really helped me take my mind off the news and stay connected with people you can find me on there at John Sor. That's J-O-N-S-O-R-R-E. As always, this podcast is produced by me, John Sorrentino, and my friend Kevin Bendis. Everyone stay safe out there, and we'll see you in the next episode.